0: What's up, family? It's your man, Mo Morris, the one-man army, and welcome to Strictly for the Brothers. You know, brothers, man, I um, I had this message dropping my spirit, man, and I've been preparing for it. So, um, man, I, I wanted to do some parallels, so I did some studying, man, and excuse me. So, man, brothers you know i just watched i just watched this video i i studied this video and um uh, the video was about um some of the toughest neighborhoods in the world and um you know i just cut it on so it's these brothers from detroit it was his brother from Detroit. And, um, you know, it was, uh name of the joint was called Hood Vlogs. I was checking out Buddy. Um, he was in the hood with the brothers. And um, it was interesting. You know, when it first came on, it was this brother, you know. Now, when he opened up talking, he's like, we from this neighborhood. They was like around Plymouth. Um, that's the street. He was like, man, this hood, man, we known for terrorizing. You know, and he was, he was popping, you know. Then when his kids came around, you know, he started talking about how you need to not be killing. And, you know, he was stepping to the sword. He's like, man, I be telling y'all to go to school, right? Yeah. You know, and like, but everybody keep talking about how they getting money. So then they started walking you through their neighborhood, and they were showing you all the abandoned buildings and the abandoned factories and a closed down school. I mean, it was just crazy. Then they started showing you their jewelry, you know. They started showing you their tats. They didn't show no guns though. They didn't show no guns. They didn't show no guns. But, you know, they took you through their hood, and you know, they was posted up at the gas station, and they was talking about how they watch all the cars and. You know, to make you know, niggas ain't gotta be beef, and they just get out the con, start shooting. And you know while they was out there filming, you know, the gunshots was going off, and they was like, man, we in the hood. And I was just watching. You know. And it was, it was, it was just brothers from the hood. Then they went to the studio and they had they ran they ran into this sister, you know, they call her the hood Pocahontas and she's a rapper, and you know, she was saying, you know, Detroit sisters are more like niggas. And, you know, I was just looking and listening. Right. Looking at these young brothers and sisters on hood vlogs talking about how tough their hood was. And what it took to grow up in the hood. And I was just sitting here, you know, just looking at the brothers and sisters. They weren't promoting doing drugs. They didn't have no weed on there. They wasn't doing coke. It it was, wasn't no guns. Like I said, you know, they was just representing their hood, showing their kids. You know, one brother talked about how he was at his grandmama house and the ops knew he was over there and they came over there and shot up this boy, grandmama house. You know they was talking about how unified they was, and they was talking about how you ain't gonna find no 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 new homies around them because they don't play that. Cause you know you end up getting robbed or, or messed over. You know it's it's wild out here. It's the hood. It's the street. And I know I, I, I said I was you know I, I told you I've been doing some research and some studying. So my question is. Well, you might, it's not even a question. It is a question. Did you know that the Black Panthers, the Black Panther pie, did you know that those was hood, hood niggas, dudes from the neighborhood? Did you know that? Did you know that? Did you know that the Black Panthers, the brothers that started the Black Panthers, the majority of the brothers that were part of the Black Panthers were brothers from the hood? Did you know that? Did you know that they were brothers from the hood? A couple of them that, um, Huey P Newton and Bobby Seals met on a college campus in California. You understand what I'm saying? The birthplace of the Panthers was Oakland, California, right? And they were brothers from the hood. A couple of them went to school. A couple of them was in the neighborhood and they was tired. See what the birth of the black Panther party came out of, out of police brutality. That's what birthed the Panthers. The Panthers got tired of the police cracking brothers upside the head and killing brothers and, you know, falsely arresting brothers and busting brothers upside their head. And, you know, just making it, making, making the the, the community uncomfortable with their presence. So what the Black Panther started, doing, they started reading and started organizing and, and, and doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? You know. The Black Panther Party provided Black people with their first, their own, you know, ambulance company. The Black Panther started, you know, um, um, the Black Panther started feed, feeding children before school. You know, cause the children were, well, they wanted to make sure the babies had something to eat. So they would feed the babies and say positive affirmations to them about Black is beautiful and they are beautiful and they come from a powerful people. You understand what I'm saying? The Black Panthers stood up tall against the police. You know, I think about the brothers from Detroit. You know, they was talking about how they ain't got no street lights in Detroit. They ain't got no street lights in Detroit. They said it's one street light on the block. Right. So they said, if it's all us out here, you know, they were talking about how the police don't even come down there. And they said they make the police turn around if they be out there squatted up. Right. You know, but when you go to the Black Panthers, the, pa- the Black Panther was making the police turn around, but the Black Panther was making the police turn around with taking a foot out of black man ass. The, Pan- the Panthers was stepping up and that to be known we can carry these pistols and we going to do it like that. And it's a different story, officer. When I got this gun in my hand legally, you ain't going to come over here and put your foot in my ass. You ain't going to even attempt to come over here and put your foot in my ass because you've been putting your foot in my ass for a long time. That's why I went and learned the law and picked up this shotgun. You understand. me? You understand me. The same hood niggas that's running around in Detroit right now. The same hood niggas that's running around in Texas right now. The same hood niggas that's running around in Connecticut right now. Yes, they're hood niggas in Connecticut. The same hood niggas that's running around uh, in Kentucky right now. Well, the same type of hood niggas like the Black Panther Party brothers. But see what they did, brothers in Detroit, Texas, Kentucky, um, what they did, brothers, was they decided to take that energy and build up their people. What y'all doing with y'all energy is y'all tearing down your people because you promoting violence in the hood, because you selling drugs in the hood. They say dudes in Detroit known for getting money. And I'm looking at Detroit like, man, Detroit need a facelift. You know, they getting all that money, man. They got a school in their neighborhood, G, and they said they getting money. They said they getting money and that school been closed about five years. They could have been bought that building and opened up their own school if they getting money. We see they not thinking like that. You know, see the difference between the Panthers and the hood niggas now. The Panthers went to school. Like I said, the two founding fathers of the Black Panther Party, they met in college. Bobby Seals and Huey P. Newton. See, the hood nigga back in the day, see, black folks was in in search of something back in the day, family, because, see, you got to understand, black folks was told to they face, nigga, you can't get none. Nigga, you can't be here. Nigga, you not welcome here. Nigga, you can't sit here. Nigga, hold your hands up. You under arrest. all your hands up. Well, let me shoot you and kill you. And they going to find some bullet, ho- bullet holes in your armpits, which means your hands was up, which means you were non-threatening. And we still shot your black ass. See, brothers. We don't understand. We act like we ain't, we we ain't, we ain't, we ain't aware. We act like we're not aware of what it is. And you know what? I can quite certainly say that the majority of young black men, like if I went out there in Detroit and I asked them brothers that was out there all shiny, had their ice on and. Tattoos on their face and they children, and you know. If I ask them brothers, I'm not gonna assume they don't know, but I would I would I would venture to say the majority of the brothers out there in the street, in Detroit, in Connecticut, in Arizona, in um Maryland, I guarantee the majority of the brothers when I asked them, hey man, you know who the Black Panthers are? Was that a rap group? No, family. No, no. It's the vanguard of your history, right? You know who Huey P. Newton is? No. You know who Bobby Seale is? No. Hmm. You know, they talked about, the brothers in Detroit talked about how all these famous rappers had been on their block. They said, you got to get permission to get on their block. And they were just naming all these famous rappers that had been on their block And I, I, and I venture, okay, they've been on y'all block and I venture to say, has anybody taken them down there to see that abandoned school that y'all can buy and turn it into a school, a community center and change the direction of your people in the city of Detroit? All this money you getting all, and I ain't talking about just going there and cut a check. I'm talking about having a three to five year plan family. And then, and I mean, the school is huge. The school is huge. Then remodel the school and and, and get some certification and training for the brothers and the sisters in the hood where they can have a job remodeling the school that's going to be built in their neighborhood. I will tell you this, though, listening to the brothers from the hood in Detroit. They showed me they showed me that there is an organized plan going on throughout the country where the Department of Education are closing schools in black neighborhoods and they're making multiple neighborhoods. Neighborhoods go to one school I mean they bringing all these different brothers and sisters together they bringing all these different gangs together in one school and guess what happens cause they for damn sure did that in Chicago they would close schools in certain neighborhoods and make everybody go to one school one centralized school you bringing all these kids together you bringing all these neighborhoods together you bringing all these gangs together and guess what happens can't nobody look me in my face and say they care about my children, they care about my child's education, and they building a war zone for my child to go go to school at. Nobody that had consciousness, see, because ain't nobody in the room thinking about us, ain't nobody in, in a right mind that's from the hood go, in Chicago for damn show. You're not going to bring the homies from the east side and bring them all the way from the west side, and then you throw this over here. you going to bring cats from the east side of Chicago to go to school in Inglewood? That's a suicide trap. The the bus ride over there is a trap. But see, they don't care. They're not even paying attention to the violence because they want the violence. You can't look me in my face and say you don't want violence to happen by putting all these different communities and these cultures together and these gangs together and not put the programming in there to support what's about to take place with them students in that building. They want that to happen. The same thing was taking place with Huey, Hue, Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale. They was facing the same challenges. They was facing black men not having jobs. They was facing children having poor educate. Well, going to poor, poor under-resourced schools. How about that? Our children are going to underfunded schools, and you know for damn sure the schools was underfunded when the Panthers was in motion. You understand what I'm saying? Right they, they they were addressing the hunger. that's why they had the breakfast program. The Black Panthers had the first breakfast program in this country for our children. Just so happened the Department of Education took the idea and they get funding for it now, right right? The Black Panthers had to deal with with poverty in the hood and and that 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 that, 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 that the crime they, they, they was feeding to a gang culture. but you know, the Black Panther Party was fighting against all that. They was fighting against the drug dealing in the hood. But what was going on was the Black Panther Party was organized, right? Brothers in Detroit said they organized, too. You know what I'm saying? You know, they said they don't play that. It ain't no east side, west side thing. We all together. That's what they were saying. They say Detroit is unified. You understand what I'm saying? You know, they let it. they let it be known, man. You know, we got hoods in Detroit. And you roll with your hood. Then one homie that wasn't even from the hood, he was from 7 Mile. He was like, yeah, we linked up. We met up. These brothers was getting money. I was getting money, so we linked up. And I'm like, man, y'all getting money. I see it around y'all neck, man. But where the hood see it at? You know, one brother had a really nice car. He had a Grand National. If you don't know nothing about Grand Nationals, look them up, man. They beautiful cars. And they got them big boys souped up engines in them and they can gun. And he said he had put $100,000 in that car. I, He didn't mean it. On the car, he meant a hundred thousand under the hood of the car. It was a nice car. He said he's gonna get the, the interior ripped out and it's gonna be grand orange on the inside. hundred thousand dollars inside a car. You can do whatever you want to. You can do whatever you want to. If you can put hundred thousand dollars inside of a car, then you for dog on show could put a plan together to buy the local school. That empty school in your neighborhood. If you can get hundred thousand dollars, that means you know how to stack some money. You know how to earn some money. You know how to spend some money. So why y'all ain't coming together, putting y'all money together and buying this abandoned school in y'all neighborhood and building a school where the babies in Detroit can go to school? But that ain't on that, but that ain't on nobody's mind. Because they can sit up here and tell a kid to go to school and do what they mama tell them to do. That's for sure. And you should have seen the young shorties walking up to them and shaking their hands. I'm talking about small fry all the way to eighth grader. They just shaking their hands and dapping up with them. You can see the admiration in these kids' eyes for these boys. You can see the kids looking at their chains and can't wait to be them. Just like the children was looking at the Black Panthers as they stood out there on roll call, dressed in all black and on and organized. You know, the Black Panther Party had a 12-point rule, family. They had order, they had organization, they had had boundaries. You had a standard you had to live up to. You had to pay a price to be a Panther. You had to get yourself in order. It wasn't just enough that you was making money. The Black Panthers came together with a purpose. What's the purpose of the brothers in the hood to get money? Okay, good, praise God. But at whose expense are they getting this money? You know, this boy sitting up here talking about, I couldn't tell nobody I got my grandmama house shot up with my grandmama inside. I wouldn't let nobody know that. I wouldn't tell nobody that. That ain't nothing to be proud of. You could tell me about it's your story. Praise God. But man, and your grandmama, that listen to this now. Your grandmama house got shot up because you in the street. God spared you and your grandmama, but you still in the street. Now, you tell me where the devotion is at. See, the Black Panther Party was devoted to the people. The Black Panther Party was devoted to the children. The Black Panther Party was devoted to the educating of the children and the empowerment of the people and the acknowledgement and development of the black man. That's what the Black Panther Party was about. That's what they was organizing about. And the hood, the hood brings death, violence, violence and disdain into the neighborhood if you can get your grandmama house shut up you mean to tell me look man if you a soldier if you in the game you chose your life so be it so if we at war i'm coming to get you but hey y'all i don't know who in the room checking off it's okay to shoot up grandmama house but that dude is a demon anybody if grandmama ain't did nothing to you why are you sending bullets into her house because her grandson in there Grandma shouldn't have to experience that. But see, brothers and sisters, that's 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 a lack of respect. That's a lack of respect. That's a lack of respect for your own grandmama. You won't want nobody shooting up your grandmama house, right? And I ain't saying you you, you shouldn't be in the street. You can't be in the street. You know, you could be the Darth Vader of the street if you want to be. Praise God. But grandmama house should be off limits, right? Shouldn't nobody have to worry about that grandmama house getting shot up because they over there um, delivering grandmama groceries and the ops saw where you went. And so now we're going to pull out this banana clip and air out your grandmama house. See, the Black Panther Party was helping grandmama. Black Panther Party was helping grandmama get to the hospital. Black Panther Party was helping grandmama by feeding the grandbaby. Black Panther Party was helping grandma by carrying her groceries home. Black Panther Party was helping grandma to make sure the community was safe and wasn't no niggas around here acting no fool and breaking in nobody's house. Cause see the Black Panther Party decided to patrol and command their community. Cause they saw that the police wasn't gonna do it. So basically the Black Black Panther Party was the the black police. They were out there armed and they was on point and they was from the hood, just like these brothers from Detroit, just like these brothers from Detroit. But, but, but street brother, homies from the street, the, the homies that say they doing what they got to do. I got to look y'all in the face and tell y'all something. Y'all selfish as hell, man. Y'all selfish as hell. Y'all sit up here and talk about how much y'all love each other and smack each other on the back and cry and all that. And y'all sit up here and put each other's lives in danger every day. Those little boys that were walking up to you and they want to be like you. When they go to jail and get killed, they did that to be like you. Because that's the example you gave him. Y'all selfish as hell. And everybody keep talking about getting money, but where the money at? You don't think you're supposed to get no money back to the hood and you bringing down the hood? You think it's okay that y'all stop the police from coming over there? You think that it's okay that the police won't come in your neighborhood? You ain't the only person that live in that neighborhood, brother. But they proud that they can make the police turn around. What are y'all doing to help the shorties read better? Huh? Since y'all telling me y'all getting all this money, this brother stood there with his children in his arm. I'm talking about the brother that was talking about how they known to terrorize. He had his children in his hands. He was talking about he ain't no gang member. Okay, brother, you might not be no gang member. Praise God. But I tell you this. If you judge a book by a cover, brother, your whole cover say gang member. Your whole cover say gang member. Your whole look say gang member. Ain't nobody stupid in that family. Ain't nobody stupid. Now. Ain't nobody stupid. You know, let's don't play. You know, he was trying to put a good look on. I'm not saying brother wasn't encouraging the shorties to go to school. But I just like I said about my youth pastor one day, Pastor Wayman saved our lives. But Pastor Wayman talked about his sexual escapades too much. That's what made me want to have sex. I'm talking about my youth pastor. That's my man. He saved my life. He, he, he scared the hell out of me when it came to God because he was always talking about hell. But when he talked about when he was a teenager, how he would have sex with girls. Yeah, that's just like the shorty telling, like on the street homie telling the shorty to go to school. But he see he see big homie don't go to school. Big homie out here hustling. Big homie got a Grand National over there that he put $100,000 in. Big homie got the big boy gold and diamonds on his neck, family. And he ain't getting that from no books, dog. Not based on what I see. And I see him every day because I be sitting in the window looking at him outside hanging out wishing I was with him. The black, Ban- the black panther party were hood niggas the black panther party was from the hood the black panther party was from the hood and why am i bringing this up why am i talking about that because what i'm trying to get y'all to see is the black panther party wasn't a bunch of cats from camelot you understand what i'm saying the black panther party wasn't groomed and raised on some island island of just african spirituals and rituals the Black Panther Party wasn't some homies that was from the upper middle class who were trained to come back and fight for their people. No, the Black Panther Party was hood niggas. Neighborhood homies. Homies from the hood that decided to stand up and fight, that decided to get organized, to decide to be on the same code, to decide to get a uniform, to decide to get their mind right so they can have their weapon on them. You know, the Black Panther Party, they, them brothers was felony free because Lord knows a black man could not got his hands on no gun with no felony. The Black Panther Party was felony free. And I'm not saying every brother was felony free, but if you walking around with a shotgun and we're talking about in the 60s, if you're walking around with a shotgun in the 70s, if you walking around with a shotgun family, are you kidding me? You think a black man got a felony walking around with an arm, with with a firearm? (sighs) The Black Panther Party organized a group of black men came together. And they said enough when it came to the murdering of their people at the hands of the police. When well, they said enough to the to the mistreatment of their people based on how employment was going down, based on how medical um treatment was going down. The Black Panther Party stepped up. They took that same hood strength that got you out on the block doing what you gotta do. They took that family and they worked it family and they organized and they came together family and they remembered what it was to grow up in the hood family, and they got tired of seeing black men and women getting hurt up and beat up and shot up by the police and they decided to do something about it they didn't get mad they didn't quit school they didn't drop out they didn't self they didn't they didn't they, 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 they didn't they didn't have self-sorrow they didn't quit they just continued to press forward they just continued to win they just continued to challenge the times. They refused to bow down. They kept pressing. They kept pushing themselves. They were determined to turn into what they needed to turn into to have the victory that they needed to have. Because they loved their people, because they loved themselves, because they loved their hood. Cause the Black Panther parties were just a brother, bunch of brothers from the hood family. And I'm not saying it that, like that's low income. You understand what I'm talking about? You know, cause like we here, we here hood, we think low. That's not low income family. That's righteousness. That's strength. That's the black man being in place. That's what the black man being in place for their community looks like. That's what the black man being in place will produce for their community when the black man come together and work together and the black panther party didn't ask nobody permission and put a survey out there to see if this could be done no they came together a small group of them came together and they went on their way they put that black uniform on and they got out in that street and them brothers saw them and they asked them how could they get down and they had a process they had policies and procedures for brothers to follow and then you go through this policy and this procedure you understand this 12 point uh, plan of action we on over here you commit your life to it and then you show us that you committed to it and then you slap your uniform on and then you become a panther family and then that's going to inspire the next movement of brothers to come on up in here that's what happened them brothers got started they weren't sitting out on the block smoking and drinking no they weren't sitting out on the block smoking and drinking they was working they was reading they was organized they was together just like the brothers in the block on Detroit them brothers together them brothers are unified and they tell you they're unified. Right on. But y'all unified doing what? Walking around with bandanas on your head? You unified doing what? Bringing more crime and despair to your community? You organized to do what? Bring more death to your community? You organized to do what? To bring more dope fiends to your community? to destroy more black people in your community, you organized to do what? When you look at the Black Panthers, look at what the Black Panthers did, family. Look at what the Black Panthers did, family. And they wasn't going around crying and whining and asking somebody to give them some money. they for damn sure wasn't looking for reparations, family. What they was doing was getting to a way and an opportunity to change the lives of their community, people in their community, the children in their community, the family in their community. They wasn't waiting on no handouts, family. They got to work. Just like the brothers in Detroit do. They get out there on that block. They go to work. They post up. They got their pistols. They got their dope game going. They got their trap. You know what I'm saying? They got the brothers and sisters coming through that adult fiends. Y'all know where we be at. They understand and you understand me and they moving it. But the organization of the Panthers built the people. The organization of the hood niggas from Detroit are destroying the people. You know, brothers, I'm sorry, but I I can't, I can't, I can't agree with it, Detroit brothers. I can't, I can't agree with that. That brother was holding his children in his hand and he said his children would go crazy if something happened to him. He said his children would go crazy. If something happened to him, in spite of the fact that his children will go crazy, if something happens to him, this brother continues to perform, behave and commit himself to a a life of insanity, a life of chaos. So his children might be crazy, go crazy if something happens to him. But that brother already got a mental problem because he believes that he has to hurt his people to better himself. He feel he has to destroy the future of his community by, by, uh, so he can feed his children. The Black Panther Party put it on the line. The Black Panther Party was targeted. They killed us in the street. Brothers was just getting assassinated by the police. And for what? Because they stood up. The Black Panther Party was so strong that the, the U.S. government, the FBI created the Pro program. That's where they was bugging the brothers, bugging their phones, bugging their office just to see what these black folks was doing. And all these brothers was doing was standing up for their people and not allowing black men to post up in the community and sell drugs. Not to allow children to go to school hungry. Not to let people, black people die in their house because they know ambulance going to come pick them up. Family, are you serious? Are you serious? This is what the black man can do when the black man organizes for the the betterment of the people. The Black Panther Party, the Black Panthers were brothers from the hood. That stood up for the hood. Can't a brother in the street right now say he's standing up for the hood? What they need to realize, brother, is you standing up against the hood. That's what you're doing. You know, then they went into the studio, the studio and they had a sister they like i said they call her the uh the poker harness of the hood you know and when i saw sister you know and she was talking about you know like the sisters here in detroit you know we like niggas you know i was listening to her talk and she just had so much strength in it and she was a beautiful sister you know what i'm saying you know and she did i, I can understand the poker harness She had the long uh the long black hair she was calm complexion so you already know where that's going right But then, you know, you look back at the day, one of the Panthers, a sister by the name of Angela Davis, she was a monster. Angela Davis was a monster. Angela Davis did a a hunger strike. Angela Davis was a monster. She spoke out in Cali. I'm talking about a sister rocking the fro. A sister speaking up and speaking out and challenging it. You know, it wasn't about black women be quiet in the Panthers. You know what I'm saying? You know, the black woman wasn't just a jump off in the Panthers. You understand what I'm saying? The Panthers opened it up for the sisters to get down with it. You understand what I'm saying? You know, when nobody running around talking about male toxicity and, you know, you a woman stand your place No. because see, when you fighting for equality. Even though we had overcame, it was probably about 11 years after that fact. So then the brothers and sisters still had a mindset because they was looking at the challenges that were taking place in their neighborhood. But they, but what we got to understand is we're going to struggle and be challenged until we start owning stuff. When we start gaining control of things. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying to the homeboys in the hood will not y'all stop purchasing stuff in the hood that's going to help build up the hood? Do more to sell crack in the hood, family. Do more to kill brothers in the hood, family. But to ask a demon to behave like an angel is like asking a dolphin to be a shark. You know, if you love a people, if you love your neighborhood, if you love where you from, What is love, family? What is love to you? Brothers from the hood in Detroit, you can't look me in the face and tell me you love your neighborhood. But I can look you in your face and tell you that you're destroying your neighborhood. Black man, it is our job to build. The black man is a builder. The black man has to choose to be a builder. Black man, you so powerful. The way you choose for things to go, that's what's going to be reflected. Black man, we have chosen to be more hood nigga than black man. And so when you are a hood nigga, when you reflect the hood nigga come out of you, family, that's what comes into the neighborhood and that's what impacts the neighborhood. And the spirit and the look of the neighborhood looks like that of the hood nigga. Because when the Black Panthers were in, it had the rhythm of the community, the community was clean, the community was safe, shorties was reading, shorties was getting fed, black men wasn't going to jail, black men were organized working together. And that's what the hood reflected when the, the Black Panthers was the image of the hood. You know, brothers, we can blame whatever we want to blame for how we behave. Yes, you can. You can talk about your hard life. You can use that as an excuse. You can say your daddy wasn't there. You can use that as an excuse. You can say your mama was always at work. You can use that as an excuse. You can say your grandmama couldn't read too well and she drank too much. That's why nobody helped you with your homework. But brothers, I'm going to say this, family. One thing I say about them brothers in Detroit, those brothers was together and them brothers ain't no punk. But I also say this, if you so tough and if you so focused and if you all on the love and the black love and we together, then brothers, you all need to produce more than death, drugs and violence. I challenge you on that, and I challenge you to get your Black Panther on and put a plan together and organize to change the direction of the neighborhood, your neighborhood. One of the brothers had the, tap, had the zip code of his neighborhood on his arm. So if you can love your neighborhood so much to get it tattooed on your body for the rest of your life, then you need to be doing more in that neighborhood than creating death, dumb, and violence. You need to be doing more than having drugs in the hood. You need to have a reading program in the hood. Y'all need to owe some property in the hood. They say you can buy one of them houses for a couple of hundred dollars, throw about a $1,000 into it, rehab it, and then flip it. I'm sitting up here looking at a cat talking about he got a got $100,000 in the car, and he could have bought 15 houses. He could have bought 35 houses. If he put a hundred thousand dollars in the car and they get and you get and they get and they giving these houses way about a hundred and some dollars, two hundred dollars, because you got to put a lot of work in them. Man, you can have the brothers in the hood while well, y'all out there, all out there standing and sipping on syrup. Y'all can get y'all can y'all can drink y'all a beer after a long day of rehabbing houses in the hood. But see, you ain't gonna be thinking about selling no drugs if you've been rehab rehabbing a house all day. You know, brothers, y'all are tough how tough are you? Are you tough enough to change? Are you tough enough to keep that get going, go get that money mindset, but to do it legally, to do it in a way where it won't be harming the hood, where it won't be scarring the children, where it won't be creating dope fiends? Can't you? How about providing housing for the hood? How about providing housing for the brothers and sisters instead of providing crack and heroin and pills? How about providing the people with something that they can grow from instead of giving them something that's going to kill them and kill the future of their family? The Black Panther Party were brothers from the hood, brothers who love the hood, brothers who sacrificed for the hood, brothers who organized for the hood, brothers who fought for the hood, brothers who spoke life into the hood. And black men, We have the example of what can happen when black men come together. And that example is the Black Panther Party. Men who were from the hood. Peace. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the one-man army, and thank you for listening to Strictly for the Brothers. Peace. What up, Chicago?